are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Brewers, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani, and you can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also joining me is my co-host, Vinny Rotino, live from Dairy Queen, and you can follow him on Twitter at Vinny <laughs> Rotino. Also, make sure that you follow the podcast on Twitter as well at a Lockdown Brewers. Subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. Also, make sure that you catch me on the Locker Room app next uh, Tuesday night. I will be on there again. And thanks again to everybody who joined me this past Tuesday on the Locker Room app. Uh, really great conversations there during the, pot, the Brewers and Padres game. Uh, and this episode is also brought to you by a Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So uh, do a quick recap of a Wednesday's game and to get uh, really Vinny's takeaways from the series. Haven't heard from him yet on this series. Obviously a huge series for the Brewers. Got a, a lot to get into. Uh, and then we'll, we'll quickly preview the next series, which once again will be the Cubs. But I'm just going to quickly break down um, Wednesday's game. Uh, really, a really good game, back and forth kind of game. Uh, JBJ led off the game with an infield single, but then Denelson Lamette, who was making his debut for the pa- uh, Padres, struck out the side, uh, really just showing how dominant of a pitcher he can be. Um, and then in the second inning, the, the uh, Brewers got a walk in that inning, but nothing else. And unfortunately for the Padres, that was going to be it for Lamette in this game. Now, I don't, I don't know how long he was going to go in this game anyway. I said on the podcast on Wednesday that, you know, I didn't think he would be around very long, but it looks like, unfortunately, this was due to right shoulder inflammation. And, uh, you know, I know we're a Brewers podcast here, but I just really feel for Lamette. I feel for him. He, he's had trouble staying healthy, getting on the mound. And, you know, you want to see the best players play. And he, I think, could be one of the best pitchers in all of baseball if he could just stay healthy. So, hate to see that for him. Hopefully it's nothing major. Hopefully that it would just – uh, precaution there but certainly not great for him and another setback in uh, his road to recovery so uh, Lamette leaves after two innings and that goes to the the Padres bullpen which has been one of the be- best bullpens in all of baseball this year so you know certainly wasn't huge for them having to go to the, the bullpen they have a lot of good good arms out there uh, and it was actually the Padres that got on the, the board first and it was from a former Padre or a former Brewer in Trent Grisham uh, who got an RBI single in the third inning to put the Padres up a one to nothing. Uh, but Jace Peterson uh, had a big day today, and he tied things up in the top of the fourth with a two-out RBI single after uh, Omar Narvaez, who also had a, once again another big big game, uh, had a single earlier in the inning, and Daniel Robertson had a walk. Uh, then Jace Peterson comes in with that two big two-out RBI to tie things up. Uh, but then Hauser gives the uh, gives the lead up again, or doesn't give it up, but he allows the the Padres to take the lead um, on a uh, after a leadoff double by Profar and a walk to Fam uh, in the bottom of the fourth led to another run for the Padres on a Victor Caratini ground out. So uh, Padres go back up two one in the bottom of the fourth there. And it would stay that way until the top of the sixth inning. And the two guys I just mentioned, uh, Jace Peterson, Omar Narvaez, go deep in that sixth inning. Peterson, a solo shot. Narvaez, 
uh, have the two run shot after a, a walk from Travis Shaw. Uh, or I'm sorry, I have those backwards. It was a walk from Shaw, then Narvaez home run, a two run homer, and then the home, solo home run by uh, Jace Peterson put the Brewers up four to two. And, um, you know, Brewers getting some home runs in this series, really uh, kind of surprising and getting it from guys you don't really expect. So certainly great to see uh, there. Um, but then Suter, Suter came on in the sixth, and he, he was he looked pretty good. He, well, he looked really good. He struck out the side. He looked like the Suter that we're used to seeing. Uh, and then nothing doing for the Brewers in the seventh inning. And Devin Williams came in for the seventh, kind of a, a new role for him. And he looked more like the Devin Williams we're used to. He did get the walk, uh, get, issued the walk to Cronenworth, but struck out two batters in the inning. So really great stuff there from, from Devin Williams. Uh, then in the eighth, uh, t- uh, Taylor got a single and Peterson walked and Pena walked to load the bases for JBJ, but he struck out looking. So the Brewers weren't able to push across anything else there. Uh, and then Boxberger comes in, in the eighth inning, he walks Machado, gives up a single to Hosmer and walks Profar. He does get Tommy Pham, uh, striking out looking, um, but then fire as it has to come in and he puts out a fire for <laughs> um, he, he strikes out Will Myers strikes out Caratini to end the threat there in the eighth inning and keep the Brewers on top four to two, a really big moment in that game. there. huge for fire Eisen to come in there and shut things down. Nothing over the Brewers in the ninth. And then the bottom of the ninth, Josh Hader comes in and was um, not as sharp as we've seen him uh, earlier this season. He, uh, after he gets the first two outs, he gives up a double to Fernando Tatis Jr. And then he walked Machado, which I want to get into a little bit later. Uh, but then he gets Hosmer, uh, strikes out Hosmer to end the game, giving the Brewers the 4-2 victory and the series sweep over the Padres. So, uh, Vinny, just specifically looking at Wednesday's game, we'll get more into the rest of the series in the next segment. But Wednesday's game, very good back-and-forth battle there. Brewers come up with those big home runs in the sixth inning from Narvaez and Peterson. Yeah. Um, and Jake, I gotta be honest. I was hoping you'd go a little bit longer because I'm eating my dairy cream here, but, <laughs> but, uh, man. Yeah. I mean, I think I need a little bit of dairy queen after that game today, how stressful that was in the ninth, but, um, uh-huh. it was a huge game, huge game from the standpoint of, I think everyone kind of expected the brewers to kind of maybe take one in this series especially with how they were playing against the Pirates. I know we're going to get into the series. But the fact then that they they stole the first one and then got the second one with Burns, obviously. But then today it's like everyone's kind of expecting, you know, would have been okay with, a, a, a you know, coming out of the series two to one. But but then they get those uh, two big home runs from one guy that's not as unexpected anymore with Omar Narvaez swinging the bat the way he is. But it, unexpected – from Jace Peterson after getting some home runs from a lot of these unexpected unsung heroes from the Brewers all series long and all season long, pretty much um, was really, really cool to see again. I mean, just kind of guys picking each other up, losing two to one and then bam, a couple of homers or uh, RBI single. And then a couple of homers. Um, it's, it's just not a fun, it's an exciting, fun team to watch in the fact that um, they just swept the Padres. And, and again, I think today's game kind of just put like an exclamation point on any kind of doubters there might be about this team 
Uh, I think they all believe, and I think today was kind of. I know we're only in April, but I think a little bit of a, a little bit of a foreshadowing of, of what might might uh, be coming here with the Brewers. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, I think both of us picked them to pick up one game in the series. We all felt pretty good about the the game of Burns versus Paddock, and that worked out uh, exactly the way we thought it would. But yeah, to come away with a sweep here against the Padres, who you know. I think are, are still going to be one of the best teams in the national league this year, but we talked about it. I mean, you, if these two teams were to match up in the postseason, and I know you didn't have ones versus ones and two versus twos in this series necessarily, we didn't see Darvish or Snell, but um, you know, I still like the Brewers chances with the pitching staff. And I talked about this with Javi Reyes from lockdown Padres the other day uh, on our Monday pod, uh, yeah, Monday podcast, but um you know, I like the Brewers' chances in any series when you start when you have Woodruff and Burns at the top of your rotation and the way that they're pitching. So, uh, yeah, certainly a huge series for the Brewers. Huge win. Got to give them a lot of confidence going uh, going into Milwaukee and getting a sweep. Like we talked about, a weird a weird road trip in the schedule, right? I mean, going you know from playing the Pirates and then going to in, in Milwaukee and then going to San Diego. Uh, they're now coming back to play the Cubs. Just really a, a weird trip there. They didn't let that bother them. They didn't let losing the series to the Pirates bother them. They went in there, took care of business, uh, and really just a huge series for them. And uh, we'll get into more of that here in a second. But before we do that, let me remind you, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the Milwaukee Brewers or whatever your favorite team is. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Brewers podcast through our Locker Room Conversations. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group of your choice for the latest league updates. And, and follow me at shortstopball in the Locker Room app to be notified when my room goes live. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. There are so many different makes and models of automobiles these days, it's impossible to stock all the parts your car will ever need in your traditional chain store. So I worry with the hassle of answering a bunch of questions about your car at a chain store and just hoping that they have the parts you need when you have the inventory of rockauto.com right there in your pocket. You can pull them up on your cell phone, find any make and model of any kind of auto part your car will ever need. And there are so many different reasons to maintain your automobiles these days, but the biggest one is obviously to save money. So why spend nearly twice as much at a chain store or even a new car dealership? Just head on over to rockauto.com right there on your phone, search for the parts you need, buy them, have them shipped to you and just sit back and wait for them to arrive. Go to rockauto.com or right now, see all the parts available for your vehicle. And while you're there, do us a favor, write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. This year, Locked On Pod, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering, partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Benny, you going to be locked into the NFL Draft? 
my whole dream is to become Mel Kuyper Jr. in the, the baseball version. So, okay, yes. All right. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see you uh, see you in there on the MLB draft in some time. Uh, I know they're trying yeah. to they're trying to hype up the MLB draft a lot more. I, I know they were talking about doing that as part of the College World Series, and, and I think that would be really cool. Oh, that would be cool. But now yeah. they're moving the draft back a little bit, so I don't know if that's possible. But yeah, it'd be cool if we had a setting like that for. Uh, the MLB draft. I know MLB Network does their thing with, um, you know, some of the the guys there, the the draft experts there. But yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm not much of a NFL draft guy. I'm not, not really much of an NFL guy, but uh, I know it's a pretty big deal. So make sure that you go check that out uh, on the Locked On Podcast Network. But Vinny, we are talking about the Brewers here. We're talking about their big series sweep over the Padres proving us completely wrong. So from now on, we should keep on with the reverse psychology and just pick the Brewers to lose every series. Uh, Cause I think this is the first one we predicted for them to lose and they go out and sweep. So just going to go ahead and put that out there that maybe we should, uh, maybe they listened to the podcast that fueled their fire to get them going. Um, so you're welcome Brewers fans. Uh, but this was a, like we talked about a huge series sweep for the Brewers, give them a ton of confidence and some really good, exciting, entertaining games. Um, but I talked about it on um, on Wednesday's podcast, uh, really that that Tuesday, Tuesday night game. Um, Burns, you know, continues to just put up historic numbers, still hasn't walked a batter. Uh, but Billy McKinney has been really huge for this Brewers team, Vinny. And, and you know, I, I put up just a, a funny headline saying Billy McKinney for MVP. Uh, but he has been huge in filling in for Kane being down and Yelich being down. Uh, he was great in this series. Had had the two home runs, had made some big plays defensively. You know, he's been really, really huge for this team. When are you going to listen to me, man? I was talking <laughs> about Billy McKinney. I was talking about Billy McKinney in spring training. No, I mean, um, he's a <clears> – <throat> He's a he's a scrappy player. He's a grinder. He knows how to play the game. He's he's a complete player. He doesn't have a ton of tools, but he's got a short little swing. He knows the zone. Um, I think great pitching is still gonna overpower him, just like any other kind of, you know, maybe maybe you could call him a forty-five or a soft fifty. I have a fifty. I have a five on him, fifty on him for my scouting days. Um, and maybe maybe he is that. I, I think these I think these kids he's got the ability to be that. He's got the intangibles to be that. It's just a matter of getting the opportunity. We talked about that. And he's get he's getting the opportunity now, and I think that that's really cool to see. Um, and I think he's part of this winning culture type of uh, atmosphere with this team. I think the team is really just got. I talk about this all the time. And teams just got twenty six guys that really want to win, and none of these guys are taking away from that kind of winning culture. There's not a single personality in that clubhouse of all the guys that I know about on that, in that group, there's not a single one of them. That's not all in for a world series. Now, whether or not they get that done, I don't know, but the fact that that's the makeup of the team, they have a, a better chance than if not. So, and Billy McKinney's part of that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that catch just, it, so he's not make players don't make those kinds of plays unless they are totally locked into what can I do to help the team win today? And I know that sounds kind of cliche. It sounds kind of like, really? Mm. Yes, really. Baseball is really like that. Um, he made that unbelievable catch that that's what that 
let's say he doesn't make that catch and the Padres score a couple runs with a runner on second or third now uh, with less than two outs and they get a, and they scrape another run against Corbin Burns and all of a sudden they're in jeopardy of losing that game. They go to the bullpen, they tax the bullpen. Corbin Burns isn't there, there's a momentum swing to that, right? right. And there's a yeah. confidence swing to that for Burns, and, and that matters. Like that one play, yep, because it is it's so huge, and there's a cascade of events that happen because of that. And that's what that's what's so great about the game of baseball. It's like, um, one play can shift that one, you know, if you're locked in no pun intended with the podcast name, but <laughs> locked, locked in, locked on to every single pitch, every single play. And how can I, what can I do to help this team win? And they have a group of 26 dudes that are, are, you can see it. You can feel it when you watch them. It's a fun group to watch because of that, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and that's Billy McKinney, right? And he's a, and he's a, um, a personification of that with the, with this group. Now he's not, again, not the most talented guy, but he's, he's got that, feeling about him and it's awesome yeah and and it's just cool too to see because the brewers are banged up i mean Wong goes down kane goes mm-hmm. down yelich goes down and they're getting they're getting contributions from guys you didn't expect and guys are stepping up mm-hmm. and like you said they're they're coming in and they're trying to see how they can uh help out this team and make a difference i mean exactly. tyron taylor exactly. coming up he's you know hit a home run <laughs> got at another hit today i mean guys are just coming in ready to contribute. And it's just really awesome to see because, you know, this team can very well just get down on themselves, all the injuries and uh, the bullpen struggles that they have. It could be very easy for them to get down on themselves and kind of, you know, give up a little bit to a certain degree. And they'll just, you know, and just be like, Oh, well, we'll just wait for those guys to come back and then we'll get going. No, that's not the mindset. This team is, is like you said, they, they believe they can win a world series. They believe they're that good. And they have maybe the best starting pitching staff in baseball. Yeah, yeah. And, and that that well, helps. I that's mean, the they, momentum piece to yeah. it, though, too, right? So they they started to believe it as a as a group, and that snowball of we can it starts to build and build and build, and that starts with their starting pitching. So yeah, no, that's definitely a factor. Mm-hmm. No one's no one's denying that just because they all think and believe they can win, all of a sudden they're going to no they have the pieces they have the tools they have the pitching um but it's not better than a handful of teams in the league for sure you know just in terms of their their roster makeup in general so yep sorry um, to interrupt you no you're, you're good no that's great stuff like i mean like i said the starting pitching uh, and the pitching in general i mean they gave up three runs in this series and i know the padres have been struggling offensively this year a little bit but still that's Really impressive, but I want to dive a little bit into the the bullpen real quick here before we move on because some things have become very apparent to who counseled trust in the back end. That was very became very apparent in uh, Wednesday's game to me. He went to Devin Devin Williams in the seventh, which I think is just kind of his scheduled spot now. I I think he's gonna you're gonna see him in the seventh inning till he gets into more of a groove, and I think he's getting closer to that point. Obviously, today or, or Wednesday was a big step in that direction. But then he goes to the two guys we kind of mentioned who are going to be those high-level roles, and that's Boxberger and Fire Eisen. Now, Boxberger struggled a little bit today, gave him a hit and a couple of walks, um, but Fire Eisen comes in, and again, I, I hate to keep saying this, but he put out a fire. I'm probably going to use that one all year now, but uh, I mean, he has just been lights out. I mean, to come in in that situation – 
in that tight of a tight of a ball game and get two strikeouts like this. I mean, this kid is locked in. We're just going to keep using the same puns in this. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it really is amazing to see. And this, another thing this tells me too is haters not working multiple innings anymore because there's no way you don't bring in hater in that eighth inning. If that is your plan to use him multiple innings. Um, Because I mean, that's, that would be the ideal situation if he's still that kind of guy to bring him in in the eighth when Boxberger's struggling and let him get that, that multi-inning save, let him get that five, five out save. And council didn't do that. He stuck to his guns. He brought in fire Eisen and fire Eisen got it done. So I think the roles in this bull t- bullpen have been set now. Suter, Boxberger, fire Eisen, and eventually Devin Williams are going to be those key guys that council is going to be relying on at the end of a close game. I agree with that. I think that um, I think we saw Fireheisen take a step up today and probably become the eighth inning piece for now until Devin Williams is fully back. I think Devin Williams showed flashes that he is going to be back. I, he threw a high changeup to Fernando. Uh, I don't think it was through high changeup. I forget who, who it was to. I think it was Fernando Tatis. Yeah, because he ended up punching him out anyway. Um, and, and it was, it was high, right. But it, it really had really good arm speed and really got through it. And it had nasty two seam, like type of running sinking action on it. Like it, it, we saw from last year, instead of that yanked pull one that he had been throwing recently. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he wasn't really himself. He's kind of babying the change up. And, um, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just because of lack of innings or whatever the reason is, but my point in saying that is, I think that one pitch for me is, is kind of evident that he's going to be back. Like he's, that's the one. And then he ended up, ends up punching out Tati. So he will eventually be back to being uh, really close to, at least really close to what he was last year. I think just that pitch is just too good for him not to perform. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So with that said, until he comes back, I thought, what I saw from Boxberger uh, was that 94, 96 with a really good uh, late moving changeup and, and a short little slider for, for strikes and for chase and swinging missiles. I thought he had enough stuff and he has a little cutter as well to, um, and the experience of, of, of his uh, career of being a closer in the past, um, being that late inning guy. And he's had a long career that he would be that guy to be the eighth inning guy until Williams got back, but he struggled today. And we saw, you know, the stuff was down a little bit, 90, 94, yeah. I think he touched, which I'm fine with. And I think he'll still be a, a decent middle innings piece. I just, without the 94, 96 from Boxberger that we were seeing with the really tight and clean, crisp stuff, secondary stuff from him. I don't think he will be that eighth inning guy because I think we see that we saw that, like he had to nibble a little bit. Um, he just, he just didn't look and feel real clean and, and, and strong for me. I think, um, especially, I think he threw two days in a row. So I think that's part of the reason yeah. maybe three days in a row, but for sure, two days in a row. So, um, I think fire has taken that step forward. He's got that really short, quick slider. The changeup has really developed for me. I mean, that looks like a nasty split type of action on that thing. The fastball's really got some deception, especially 
And what was so impressive is that he blew three fastballs by Will Myers after going 2-0 after two sliders. You get Will Myers out with sliders, right on right sliders typically, right? He'll chase those things. He doesn't see him real well, especially that, a little short one like that. And then he's like, I'm 2-0 with the bases loaded. What do I What do I go to now? He blew three fastballs right by him. And, and, Nar- and Narvaez did a great job. Or maybe he went 3-2 on him. I think he went two fastballs ball and then blew another one by him. Um, and Narvaez really helped him get through that inning, which I, we can get into it in another show or whatever, but he's done a phenomenal job. Maybe we should talk about that next time. He's done a better job than I thought he would in terms of feel and helping these guys get through outings. And it's very impressive. Another reason why I'm excited and hopeful about the team. But anyway, I just talked for about five minutes straight right there. (laughs) I had a lot to get out, but, uh, no. The bullpen is a little, little more. I'm a little more encouraged by the middle bullpen, especially after Fireheisen's outing today. Yeah, absolutely, and that, that was the whole point of it, right? I, I think, I think Council's finally gotten to that point where he he has some guys he can trust back there. May not have been the guys we thought coming into the season, but I think he has some guys back there that he can trust to go to. And you're right on Boxberger; he topped out at, at just at 90, 92.9 miles per hour today, uh-huh. according to Baseball Savant. So that. Um, that velo was definitely down a little bit, but could be because of the back-to-back, like you said. So um, just something to watch there his next time out, because I think you're right. I think he, you know, he'll succeed more, obviously, any pitcher will with the the extra velocity boost there. Um, We'll put a bow on this one after the break and preview the next series. Before we do that, let me tell you about our friends at betonline.ag. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And even though the NFL season is over, you got NBA, NHL, and the Major League Baseball seasons all in full swing at the same time. So there's plenty of opportunities to get in on the action. But betonline.ag does more than that. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to BetOnline.ag on your phone or internet browser and sign up today to receive your 50% a welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This episode is also brought to you by 1010 from Blue Nile, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Ring sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Days, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life they're available now through mother's day only on bluenile.com just search the words 10 by 10 this collection features high quality fine jewelry that was surprise and delight and is fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever you're definitely going to want to check this out they won't be around for long so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at bluenile.com the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Licanfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and pick, picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. 
So, Vinny, just wrap this up real quick. Again, huge series sweep for the Brewers over the Padres. I love to see it. And now they'll go back to face a familiar opponent in the Chicago Cubs, and that will be taking place at Wrigley Field in Chicago, all 1.20 p.m. Central start time. So next three games will all be day games for the Brewers. But, uh, again, a very familiar opponent in the Cubs. Uh, the Brewers have taken the first two series in this. Obviously, a lot of uh, heated exchanges, mainly with Wilson Contreras early in this season. So we'll see how that plays out. But should be a very uh, another very entertaining and fun series between these two teams it looks like the brewers are going to have brett anderson freddie peralta and brandon woodruff lined up to go in this one uh which should be very solid there especially with peralta and woodruff at the end and anderson's been really good in his own right so really like the brewers chances in this one Vinny. i'm going to go ahead before you get your predictions in i'm going to go ahead and say they they win this series two to one only reason i'm going to say they won't sweep this one is because they're coming off a sweep kind of hard to sweep back-to-back series but i'm gonna say the brewers win two out of three in this one pretty easily you know i jake i gotta be honest i think if i if i I need to predict that they're gonna get swept and then maybe they'll sweep (laughs) based on how i've been doing with these predictions in terms of series wins but um i think they're gonna win uh i think the brewers got this one two out of three um yeah that's what i'm gonna go with all right, so lock it Firm in. On that. Yeah, yep. Bre- yeah, lock it in. Brewers are going to lose this series because uh, me and Vinny picked them <laughs> to win. So, uh, but no, I think it's going to be a, a very favorable matchup. I mean, the Cubs just, uh, I, I just being complete honesty, they could come out and sweep us this weekend, but the Cubs just have not looked good at all, in my opinion. They're seven and nine right now, and uh, they just have been struggling offensively all year. Although they did put ten, put up ten runs on the Mets on Wednesday night. They do have a game on Thursday against the Mets. Um, so, you know, they could be a little bit more tired than the, the Brewers coming into this one. But still, I like the pitching matchups in this one, although we don't even really know who's going for the Cubs right now. But with Peralta and Woodruff going, I feel really good about those two against just about anybody. So I think it should be a, another good series for the Brewers. It would be great to get a third series win over a division rival in the Cubs in the first month of the season. That would be pretty incredible. Um, also, t- on tomorrow's podcast, we will be t- uh, answering any of your questions. So make sure that you send us any questions on Twitter. Uh, we had some leftover from last time that we missed, so we'll make sure we'll get to those. But since tomorrow or today rather is an off day. We'll be answering any of your questions. So make sure to send us those on Twitter and you can do that on Twitter at a lockdown brewers. You can also send those to me on Twitter at shortstop ball and you can spam Vinny on Twitter all day at Vinny Rotino. He now has more followers on Twitter than the lockdown brewers uh, Twitter account does. So I'm going to need you guys to fix that and make sure that you go follow at lockdown brewers, but yeah, Vinny doing great stuff there. Make sure that you, you check him out. Uh, but that will do it for this episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast, and we'll talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.